Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. You know what it is. All right. Go ahead. Take it away. Um, so we're we're recording this. It's approximately eight twenty eight p.m. Uh, approximately, a- it a- is. Oh well, I mean, I didn't know it was completely specifically eight twenty eight p.m. <laughs> um, app game ended about what ten minutes ago? Approximately, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's start with the good part, which was the possession. We're gonna talk about the any of the game first, and then we'll go back and talk about the rest of the stuff. Yeah. So talk about the offensive possession when we took the lead, right? Mm-hmm. That shot by Donnie was impressive. Yeah, no, that was beautiful shot. Yeah, I was from what like free throw range. Yes, and it was clear that that was the look they were going for, but probably not at the time they expected. No, that is my theory as to how the the end of the game all played out is that uh, they did not expect to score that fast. That, that play was supposed to take longer than it right. took. They left 5.4 on the clock. Yes. The, with, and, and what tells me that is the personnel that were on the court at that time. The whole mm. goal of that play, I think, was to get Don an open look in the middle. That's why, you know, Justin Abson goes out of the game. So right off the bat, it tells me that you did not expect to play defense again. Yeah. Because Justin heated up towards the end of the game. He was oh, having yeah. a great defensive oh, yeah. game. So you you put it you got CJ, Tyree, Mantis, Terrence, and Don. And Don, yep. And you got everybody around the arc, make it look like you're going for the three pointer there. It clears out the middle for Don to go in, eat, tie the game up. You never expected to have five seconds left. You never expected to be on defense. You never expected to have to match up with the personnel that Southern had on the court. Yeah. So even with that said, even knowing, or we are assuming, that they didn't expect to play defense, and the personnel, the lineup we had on the court was not our preferred lineup. No. I mean, if, if even you, with that said, we flat out did not play defense on the last no, possession. No. Straight up. No. We didn't pressure the ball coming up the court. No. Whatever happened with Terrence, it seemed like the crowd thought he had been he had been fouled. Terrence wound up on the ground, and there was no was, one. It was left. like Moses cleared the sea, like part of the sea. It lo- like, it reminded me a lot of that last possession in the Louisville game, mm-hmm. except they had more time. Right, and we had people in the paint. We had some yeah. contesting. In we the had paint. some people slowing. Justin slowed down, just stepped in the guy's path. Yeah, there was nobody to step in his path, and that. that's where. Uh, Parker, I'm Will Strickland, App State Combo. I'm Parker Stone, the App State Combo Force. Parker's theory that this was not, we didn't expect to play defense, uh, lines up with the fact that it seemed like the people on the court did not know no. what the call was, didn't know the assignment, this is why didn't you, know what was happening. You, you, ne- you didn't pressure the inbound. When you got to the other end, you didn't have anybody prepared for the drive. You didn't have anybody to help Terrence out, you know, whether Terrence got pushed, whether Terrence slipped, tripped, whatever. Doesn't matter. There was there was not a second line it of It does not there. excuse uh, whether it was a misfoul or not, it doesn't excuse 
the ease of which yeah. Southern yeah. made that last shot. Wait, I mean, and if you thought Southern was going to have enough time to run the court again, I think you keep Justin Abson in. Yeah, for I sure. I think Xavion Brown's there instead of Tyree. Mm-hmm. I mean, you put in your actual lengthy defenders. Yeah. Clearly, that is not what happened. No. So I'd be interested to hear like coaches' comments, anything you know, on on that last play. But that that's my best thought. Just watching it live was they that whole timeout they planned the offense and right weren't planning on needing a defense. And I think to further uh, provide evidence to this game theory, um, if there's five seconds left. You can just have the big men literally just stand in the paint. Yeah. Count to two. Yeah. And just stand in the paint. Yeah. You can't get called for a, for a violation. There's and, no and time. Honestly, yeah. The, even if there was time for that and, and crunch time, they're not going to call a three-second right. violation to end a game. Put put a big-ass dude. Put Dabaji. Put CJ. Put Justin. Y- yes. Put a big-ass dude under the you, hoop. You would you put all of them on. Like, you would have CJ, Dabaji, and Justin right. all suddenly checking. Make them make a three. If they hit a three, it is what it they is. They had gone cold from three the whole last probably six, seven Saffron minutes. Saffron had gone cold. Yep. Saversoff, his real name. <laughs> yeah. Literally, <laughs> the one thing you can't do is let them have a free drive. Yeah. Um, That was a... Obviously a, a heartbreaking loss, but I think more of a uh, confusing loss. Yes, confusing loss. I I like that Don took over a game. I think that's he something did. We, we've said on this podcast a lot this season is that we need to see Don take over a game. Don took the game over. He had some game. beautiful shots. The, the fadeaway, fadeaways on fadeaways on fadeaways. It looked like mm-hmm. I was watching like 2011 Carmelo Anthony work inside the lines. Like it was very like Ka- like Kawhi Leonard esque offensive performance there at the end uh it just it's just kind of a weird game like i feel like we changed our style of play like three or four times during the course of that one game like we were shooting wild threes in the first half it had success at first then we got cold then we abandoned it. it it was a very weird game but we ultimately clawed our way back into it from being down i think our biggest deficit was nine yeah. Maybe more, but I think nine was the biggest. So uh, let's talk about the whole game. Not just the ending. Because there are some some bright spots. Yeah. Um, you touched on it. Donnie took over, which is what we've been kind of waiting for. Um, he showed that he he can be an elite player. His ability, I mean, that one like fadeaway and one he made. Like That's he was basically like hook. he like got pushed midair and still made the shot. That was impressive. That's that's a lot of physical strength to be able to to make that shot. Um, Tyree started out hot, so it was fantastic. Um, I, I like that we started really really strong, but kind of the tail of the tape this season mm-hmm. is start strong and then you you lose or it's tied at the end. The best example will always and forever be our game against Charlotte this year. We were up twenty six five at some point maybe more and then we lost that game any i think anyone else you put on paper lost that game and it wasn't particularly well, we lost, I think by close. double digits i think with free throws it ended up being like eight or nine but it, it we think, were down 11 if you tell anyone without even telling them the teams the league anything you say at at any point in the game the score is 26 to 5 which team wins everyone's picking the 26 yeah no one's picking the five and the five won um 
we start off strong, which is great. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to, it's hard to think of like, it's hard to think about the good stuff. <laughs> after, yeah. After an ending like that. Um, X seemed really active on defense. Yep. Xavion and the stretches that, that he played defense uh, tonight were looked unbelievable. I always uh, DMX is a, is a is probably one of my favorite players to watch when he's on. When he's like, he can be real sneaky. It seems like he can just kind of slide it and and steal the ball once or twice. And a that's game. where like if, if he could figure out free throws, yeah, that would honestly be like that. That is the one change that would like drastically change this team. Yeah. Is if Xavion could stay in an offense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't have to figure out in the final stretch of the game. We wouldn't have to figure out the formula. Okay, we'll put him in now, take him out for this person, well, that, put him in now, take him out. That's the thing. He's like not a he's not a super strong shooter. It's not really his thing. He's a fantastic slasher. He can get to the rim, but if he gets fouled on his way there, yeah. I mean and he ain't big enough to be shooting free throws like Shaq. No. You know? And, well, and teams know that going into the game. I mean, oh, if, if this guy's zero, look at his free throw percentage. Like, if he has a run to the basket, just hit him. And again, with the free throws, like, Donnie had his, his and one fadeaway, missed a free throw. Justin had a big, I think it was a dunk or a putback, something like that. God bless. He airballed the free throw. <laughs> it might have grazed. It might have grazed the rim. Parker. It might have. Don't lie to We're never going to see a replay, so it's not going to matter. Yeah, that was annoying. And, I mean, every App State home broadcast, the game's ending 45 seconds. The broadcast is ending 45 seconds once the, hit cl- the clock is Yeah, zero. I mean, it's it, over. It's like they can't afford the power inside they the home showed, or something. They showed one replay of Terrence was already on the ground, and they show the guy driving and hitting the layup. And it was from the back end. Like, it was from the camera next right. to the students or uh, on the opposite side. The like, alumni section. the loading dock. Yeah. Right. I don't know why you want it. It's only a five-second play. Yeah. Like, show why the whole can't play. You just show, the re- and show the actual, like, angle. Like, we, you couldn't really see anything from that other shot. Like, yeah. It, and we didn't even see, like, if you, like, rewind, like, a couple seconds farther back, maybe we could have seen what happened with Terrence there. But no, we just saw Terrence yeah. on the ground. And, and like, I know, I guess from a broadcast perspective, like, yeah, you got to see if it went in. Everyone watching the game knew it went in. Yeah. No and one it, had to question it. No one thought it was late. No. Like, people want to see, how did this dude end up on the ground? How did Terrence wind up oh, on the and, ground? And it's it's an ESPN Plus broadcast. You're not fighting with a time slot. There's not <laughs> another show, like, coming right. up behind you. Like, you have time. Just show the fans the replay. Yeah. Just show the actual replay. Someone I'm just thinking of, um, why, don't, why do you think Dabaji didn't play more? He had a good uh, few minutes, and he was matched up with uh, Saversol so, and seemed to kind of begin in his head. So here is my my thought theory. I touched on it a little bit. We watched the game together tonight, and I kind of touched on it. We did. We cuddled. I think a lot of our problems are our best players can't be on the court at the same time. Preach. Preach. So... I don't think, and you can tell based on the rotations, they don't like Justin and Dabaji together on the court at the same time. There's something there. Which hurts my heart because I feel like that would be like intimidating. Yeah. They love the pairing of CJ and Justin. Uh, CJ and Tamel were on the court for stretches at a time. Mm. That's the thing. It's like you like you can't play all these bigs at once, especially when you're playing smaller teams. And, and outside of Savrasov, who's the biggest guy on the court for Southern most of the game. Felt like. 
you, you can't just play that many bigs. Like you're, you're just going to have little guys run around you the whole game. And that's where and when our free throws are historically bad and bigs are just kind of historically bad at free throws, yeah. just the nature of the position yeah. and the person's build. It's another consideration. Like, are we just, do we just accept that we don't make free throws yeah. and just, just play and whatever happens happens, but we just, we just put our bigs out there and see where it goes. And that's where is, CJ can switch on to some smaller guys. CJ has some length. He's got some speed to him. He's he's pretty nimble for a big for a six eleven guy. Um, but uh, you know that it's just you know matchup wise, you're you're never gonna be able to play too many of them together. Especially like Justin and Tamel, I'd say can't play at the same time. You know, Debaji and CJ are kind of interchangeable. Um, but CJ obviously offensively adds so much with his ability to shoot outside. Right. CJ being able to stand in the corner, hit a three for you. I mean, it just helps your spacing so much on a team where spacing is really important because we don't have a lot of three-point shooters. Right. So having a big that can kind of clear stuff out, open up the lane for for guys like Tamel to eat, guys like Justin, Don. They're all all munching and crunching. So I, I think that's like, a lot of talk about CJ amongst the fans the last couple of games, whatever. But he is, even if he is not lighting up the scorecard, his role is so important in how this team spaces itself. Yeah. Um, I think I, 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 uh, I gotta, I gotta critique Coach Kearns here a little bit. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I know. Hey. Wow, he will not be on this show now. Damn, oh, man. Dude, he was supposed to come to Gold Room Studios and Cohen Game Studios next week. Kearns, if you're listening, and next time you were in the Charlotte, North Carolina area <laughs> on a recruiting trip or just want, want to hang out, stop by. You have my number. Um, even though we didn't expect to play defense on that last possession, we assume. Even though we, we assume that was not the call. You're, the five dudes out there should still have a general sense. Yeah, they yeah. should still have a, a a default call. This is what I'm doing. Well, and I think that's that is what boggles my mind so much. Is I don't even know if that's a coaching thing. That's a players thing. Like you should have enough sense to know. Like there are really? five he- seconds on the clock and the ball's coming. You don't think there's any I'd coaching love, critique on that? I mean, there is a coaching critique to be had on that. I think so. But also, if we saw the replay, I'd like to see what they were doing on that side of the court because it legitimately seemed like they like Southern rolled the ball in, and when they picked it up, our guys were just like looking somewhere else. And we did, on the replay that was shown, Mantis, when Terrence hits the ground and Southern starts driving towards the hoop, Mantis is leaning towards the ball, but it seems like he backs up and is going to cover, I guess, someone on the perimeter, someone ready for a three-point. That or he but was... that doesn't... He was trying to avoid fouling, which I could... If he stepped in any more, he wasn't going to be in position to block. It probably would have been a foul at that point. So I'm guessing he was probably hoping that time was going to run out. That's my well, only thought there. Again, we'd have yeah. to see the side angle to see how close Mantis actually was there. I think that the back angle is a little 
hard to see just how close or far away it really was. Yeah. But behind that, Don, you can't really see where Don was, but not... CJ is the closest. He's on the baseline, but, I mean, he's... He's on the opposite side, running in. It... It's it's confusing to me. I'd I'd really love to look at just what happened defensively. It there. looks like the it looks like the play was defend the three, which doesn't make sense. In yeah, because they need any point to win one. Yeah, with five point four left, wouldn't you just challenge them to make a three? Well, and I think that goes back to they were they were anticipating less time on the clock. Maybe that it was like a. You know they'll have the ball, but it's going to be two, three seconds, and they're going to have to jack a three up. Yeah, and you put just a bunch, a bunch of guys that can defend on the perimeter. Right, because Southern, did they have one timeout? No, I think they had used all their timeouts. No, I think they had one left. So, I think so they chose not to use it. Yes, and he probably did Which that because he saw the lineup. He saw the mismatches. <sighs> Damn. Yeah, I, that's probably the first thing their coach thought when he saw that lineup go out there is. This is not a defensive group. Yeah. And if he had called time out there, we could have switched. We're in overtime right now. We're not recording right now because we would have. How are we in overtime? No, we we get the dub. No, we were tied. No, we went up one. Did we? Yeah. Oh. Let me double check. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Let's 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 take. I thought Don tied the game. I hope so. Because we fouled and he missed the one. Sixty-five, sixty-seven. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we tied. So we tied. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so the App State, <laughs> the App State basketball Twitter account posted the final score, which is big. That has been an ask from fans for and a while. And our favorite Charlotte fan, Charlotte Pad, Silty Pad. Guess who's Biff in the Pad. replies? Five minutes ago, you posted the final score. <laughs> well done. Yo, stop, stop being obsessed with us, bro. Stop following us, bro. <laughs> stop stalking us, bro. <laughs> Go get a light. Char- Don't Char- you have your own team? <laughs> Charlotte basketball being reignited has like reignited their fan base. Dude, stop, dude. You know, I feel like Charlotte fans are going through like what we did with basketball in like 2019. Yeah, not really though, because we didn't feel that until we won the tourney. Yeah, but we started to like band together. Like we started to really have a legitimate online presence. Oh, you know what? We have. Uh, we have play. What, what uh, I, I'm actually like, forgetting the phrase. Did you rent just have free. a stroke? Rent free in Charlotte Pad's head. I was forgetting the phrase, but I just remembered it. Rent free, and that is also my least favorite thing that sports fans do on Twitter. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Some will be like, "Yo, this is our most bitter rival. We've played them every year for 400 years. Every game ends by one point." Every game, one of our players breaks a leg. It's a battle out there. I can't wait to play this game. And the other dude, the other dude will say, "Yo, rent free, bro. <laughs> rent free." Like, would you prefer we don't talk about the rivalry? Would you prefer we don't talk about yeah, you? I, I don't care. <laughs> Isn't that the point? Right? Like, bro, we're out here blood and guts on the court every year, man. See, it's talking about it rent go- free. It goes both ways. <laughs> I, I guess it's the same thing. Is uh is people acting like very clear rivalries aren't rivalries. Like the whole, like, oh, we don't care about you, bro. It's like, no, you totally do. Oh, yeah. No, they'll do rent-free and we don't care about you in, like, the same sentence. But then they, the next week, will do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a. I think that's the worst. That and uh, very classy. Stay classy. Oh, that one's pretty. Like bad. one fan does that's something. They're like, bad. wow, that's so classy. App State fans. Wow. Like, okay, dude. Sorry. Like, I'm sure someone in your family has done something dumb. And what? You not classy? Your whole family's trash Stay now. Stay classy. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think I've said this on here before. I think it's my biggest thing in sports. Sportsmanship is so overrated. Dang. Sports are so much more interesting when people don't like each other and don't do the stupid, like, <laughs> I'm going to pretend to like you for, like, courtesy Instagram cloud. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, you hate this dude. Just say you hate him. Like, <laughs> um, Is there anything else we need to say about the game? I think the... Southern's coach's name is weird, and I never noticed it. Oh, there's a Strickland and a Curry on Georgia Southern's yeah. roster. Yeah, that is Our cool. boy Andrew Curry, big app state, big app basketball guy. Big lawyer. Big law guy. Uh, that's you know kind of wacky. And my name is Strickland. Really? Sorry for doxing you, Andrew. Hope you don't mind. Um, How do you feel about uh, Kevin Barbe? So, yeah, Kevin Barbe leaving... <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Approximately 28 minutes ago. We we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I'm I'm kind of on a weird opinion of it. Like, the consistency at OC would have been really, really nice. Um, but bleh, we had some conservative play calling in yeah. games. And not and, like Storm the Capitol play calling, but like, you know, like run it on third and nine yeah. play calling. And then, uh, I mean, all the clips of our that compilation of all of our fourth down and oh. conversion attempts being the same play that never worked. Dude. So I, it's kind and of tough. The disappearance of some of our wide receivers. Some wide receivers started out hot and and played really well in the UNC game. And that game. the like automated running back rotation. You have to imagine Barbe has something to say about that, right? He has some. I, I hope that was him. I hope that was him, and I hope it's gone forever. That was just dumb. That was just against the data. Like that was not. It was against my correct. heart and soul. Above all else, above the data, it hurt our feelings. Yeah, that was bad. So, you know, best of luck to him. Happy trails. Enjoy Starkville, Mississippi. There's nothing there. There's a football There's a big, hey, big football stadium. There's a football stadium, and it might be the hottest place on the planet. Bro, they probably got Buffalo Wow Wings <laughs> and Applebee's. <laughs> Uh, a Walmart. My opinion, uh, similar to you, I wasn't crazy about our. I mean, let, let's. You know, we had a losing season. You take the FCS teams out, we had a losing season. So of course, I'm not happy with the play calling. But if we, if we go beyond that, I wasn't like up in arms about the play calling. Um, there are definitely things like the running back use was very strange. That really bothered me. But even if even if overall we would consider Barbe mediocre, five out of six, average, wherever you would you'd want to say, five out of six, yeah, five out of six stars, a rave review, what I meant was five out of ten, uh, not five out of six, five out of ten. One for every home oh. game. <laughs> <laughs> One for every win, bro, against an FBS team, dude. One for every FBS win. <laughs> <A star. laughs> 
even if he was a five out of six offensive coordinator, I think the consistency would have benefited the team more than getting rid of him and bringing in someone new. Even if he was a solid average, I think that consistency would have been beneficial. Now, it's not as important because we will have a new quarterback next year. So that helps that at least the OC is leaving while we also have a new quarterback, new starting quarterback. Who that will be, we don't know for sure yet. But at least that is kind of in sync. Um, but six OCs in six years is, uh, that's scary, scary. And I know immediately you, you assume, well, it's all money, but at what point is it, you know, six in six years is any other school doing with that? And don't, you know, oh, we can't pay them. Yeah. But like. I mean, part part of it is I I think the six and six year stats overblown. Two of them were head coaches. True. Like it's not like you're losing six assistants. You know, you 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 lost four, which is still a lot, but two of them were head coaches. Like you, you kind of have to move on from that. Move Um, on. Yeah, I I don't really know. I think, uh, you know, I have been critical online of uh, every time something happens going after an app homer. I think I've I've been very critical about it for the DC position. But, but, does Taylor Lamb get a call this time? Um, He's still the QB coach at UVA. Has, I'd say you has been a play caller and would probably stay longer than one year. You give him an interview. Yeah. 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 I, I think in a perfect world, that actually, this is my perfect world. You'd bring Taylor Lamb oh, wow. to be the to design the playbook. Coach the quarterbacks, and I'd like to see Clark call the offense. No, 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 no. That's what big. I, that's, that's what big. I'd like to see. Dang, Clark has not really been a play caller at any level. Mm. I I would like Clark to take the clipboard. That's big. Wow. So Tweety uh, Taylor in the booth. Tweety Taylor. Damn. I think I think you give him a call, Mister Consistency. I, I think. In, in our era of App State quarterbacks, he was the most consistent right. in his game. And we're not saying the best. The, the most, most consistent. consistent. And in a lot of ways, consistency can be more important than yes. you know, your you, standout. You can rely place. on this guy to do these things that he is capable of every week, no and matter what. You know what he can't do, so you're yes. prepared for it. Yes. He will he will never underperform, but will also rarely overperform. Right. He's a solid five out of six. An average. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, 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 like, I think Tweety like Tweety gets a you know, at least a little zoom call. Yeah. At least a little uh well, little and I think that's that's the the way offense is is going is just young, innovative guys. And it is, yeah. For a program that I don't think has been particularly innovative recently, I think that would be a breath yeah. of fresh air. And I think you're right. He would stay at, at least two years. Yeah. And I say that kind of jokingly, but also seriously. Yeah. He'd I think see- he would actually stay for at least two years. So I think I think that would be a, a neat... I think I think last year might have been a little early. I think it's like the last two or three years. It's been yeah, like, is he sure. ready? Is he ready? Is for he sure. ready? This would probably be the time where I would I would. Think yeah, he's now, a he's a whole adult now. Um, 
Yeah, but I, I think back to, to Kevin Barbe, I think after that UNC game, there was just a lot of performances where our, our offense was not dynamic. Yeah. I think we were very one-trick pony, and once teams figured it, us out, we did not respond well. Well, the that's J- what the JMU game that they, figured us out. Yeah, and they adapted. We did not. That's what. Yeah, didn't Coach Clark say we didn't change anything? Yeah, we didn't was change anything. Was it the JMU game? That was the JMU game. Uh, yeah, we didn't change anything in the post game. He said we didn't change anything in the second half, and we lost. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Why would he say that? <laughs> <laughs> Just lie, brother. Just lie. <laughs> Just say we changed everything. I don't know how they figured it out. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe he was just throwing Kevin under the bus. Oh, he said, "Yeah, dude, this fucking dude." I told him. I told him change it. He didn't change anything. That's why he's five out of six and not six out of six. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something. Oh, I think when you're talking about you know figuring teams out, um, I realized this. I this was the year of my realization because. <laughs> When you look at the college football rankings and how the season started, Duke, 3-0. Kansas, 3-0. Illinois is ranked. Syracuse is ranked. You're like, oh, my God. Like, these schools who really aren't known for football at all, some of them historically bad, yeah. are ranked all of a sudden. Once you get to week four, people have enough tape. People have figured you out, and that's where you get exposed. Well, TCU comes in and beats Kansas. Syracuse turned out to be bums. Illinois had a... A solid finish. I think they finished ranked. To be fair, I think Kansas and Syracuse seasons were both derailed by injury. They had their best players get hurt. Kansas's quarterback. Who was, did Syracuse have an injury? Yeah, they they lost like their they lost their top receiver. They lost the mascot. They lost the <laughs> they orange. Lost the orange <laughs> and it just demoralized. Yeah, I know them. <laughs> they're banged up real bad on defense going into that Clemson game. My boss is Syracuse alum, so we had to watch that game on. Oh, on good. Uh, good. Real exciting game. <laughs> So, but I think Kansas quarterback is what what really hurt their season immensely. Is, is once their QB went down. What about Duke? Huh? What you got for Duke then? Huh? D- Duke? I don't know why they were ever. <laughs> <laughs> who, who thought that they were ranked? Right, but they were definitely three and zero. They were close. I oh, think they're votes. okay. Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Well, Kentucky. Probably, oh but, my God, are they a football or a basketball w- school? Will Levis missed a couple games in there. I don't care. It's OCC. You should have backups. <laughs> SEC. <laughs> no, they're just being they, they like once you get into SEC conference play, you're just getting railed by like four junior NFL teams. You're getting what by who? <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. You heard me. You disgusting, foul-brained human. What is your point about the rankings? Where, where were you going with I this? I made my point, man. I made my piece. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dudes were banging us and banging us and banging us, banging this, us inside. What, what's the Charles Barkley quote? <laughs> When, oh, when dudes bang, when you. dudes banging you down low, <laughs> and the one with the churros eating all the churros, yeah. Ch- do that again, churro. <laughs> uh, My point was, you can start off hot, which App State did. Yes. September was, a, do you remember? I do. Uh, a phenomenal month till JMU, but then once people have three or four weeks of tape on you, they figure out your 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 go tos. They figure out your rhyme and reason. And they figure out, and and you catch them else. That's what happened to us, and I think that gets to to Parker's point of uh, Barbe not being dynamic. 
Dolphins seem a little stale at times. If you get to that point in the season and people have clearly figured you out, you have to make sizable changes, such as let your best running back be the best running back. Um, and you have to adapt. And it just didn't seem like we adapted as much as we should have. Once we started, once we knew we were in trouble, I don't think we, we didn't really make the changes necessary. Obviously, well, we lost. So Yeah. <laughs> I have data to back that statement up. We lost. Uh, what is up with the defensive coordinator thing? Does it always take this long? No, I, uh, I it's don't like eight know. Weeks? Yeah, it's eight weeks now. We've we've gone past the uh, AFCA screen. We must be like working a deal with Saban or something. Like we must be under the table, like wheeling dealing. No, I, my guess is that like our first choice was like weighing us in another option, and then probably oh. chose the other option. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, dude. We're hiring the Saudi Arabian prince. And there's a lot of legal paperwork to sort it all out. That is true. Fortunately, he's a big App State guy. He's taking a cheap rate. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> we've got a connection via Jalen Moore. <laughs> you have, okay, you got to explain that one. I, I've, made, I've made a couple jokes about this online. If, if you don't remember, App State legend at running back Jalen Moore. After he... Departed at right after was he graduated. On the Jet, he was on the Jets practice squad, but he he never really came that back. From ankle injury that ankle injury, he yeah. Bad. After after hurting his leg, he never really came back. But his Twitter account somehow got taken over by a Saudi Arabian like <laughs> prince, right? Oligarch. Some diplomat, <laughs> someone who had some capacity of power in Saudi Arabia, he took over the at its booby. <laughs> it's booby underscore i t z booby. Let me look it up. Let me look See, it up. Still, I'm pretty sure that's on. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like all of a sudden, like it started tweeting in Arabic. So when we, when, <laughs> and I think at first they hadn't changed like his profile picture or anything, and then eventually it was all gone. It was all. Oh, I hold on. It was all over. But it's that's really pretty. like when the Saudi Arabian ties to Appalachian State really like, right became apparent for me. Right. I couldn't find it. I don't know if it's there anymore. He might have changed the at. That might have been the final form. Or maybe that's a sign that the deal is in progress because Doug Gillen said, listen. You got to go under wraps, man. You got to give this account back. We have to take this down if we're going to close this deal. It's a trade deal. That's a trade deal. Jalen Moore's Twitter account. For a DC. For the Saudi Arabian prince to be DC. That's big. Well, I I think Kid Burr is going to get a lot bigger. Hey, you can say that again. I do think the alcohol sales inside are probably going to disappear. Mm. As well, uh, I think I think the in-game atmosphere might change a little bit too. I perhaps for the better. <laughs> <laughs> I think playing like exclusively like traditional Saudi Arabian music, I think, would be better than what we play now. Yes. Yeah. Would I? I like actually, at least we get some culture. Y- yes. You know? Instead of like. <laughs> Applebee's on oh, the Oh, Black Betty. Oh, Black Betty. Do you remember we were on the field after the Troy game and the speakers kept going, sign, 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 sign. It was like echoing something. Yeah. It was like the DJ, like when a rapper's performing and they hit like the break glass sound effect or like the gunshot. Yeah. Pow, 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 pow. It sounded like the DJ. Allegedly, there's a DJ at the stadium. The DJ was sitting there going, sign, 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 sign. <laughs> I promise you it's not a DJ. That's what we've been told, but I got to agree with you. Told, told by whom? Listen, what was it that they played only... Th- oh! Uh, song 2 by Blur. Yeah. They played the intro. Dun, 
just the right just the intro and right as it builds up whoop cut yeah straight up straight up it's like they don't know how to like edit songs or scrub to the point that you need exactly just like just strap in but they did play a live version of uh god bless the usa which was a great performance so there's a trade-off and i'm i'm i think we came out on the better side i do have to say that tonight i am like 90 percent positive i heard southern called a timeout when they were down it was like seven or eight uh it was like 1650 something uh they call it they call a timeout and freaking boogie shoes comes on we are in a rivalry game off to a hot start and here we are Stonewalling. Yeah, play Mo Bamba. The progress. Yeah, play Mo Bamba. In that Mo situation. Bamba, slam, hard in the paint. Mm-hmm. There are so many better options. Brick in your face by stitches. A deep cut, but a good one. Hey, goody. <laughs> there are so many better things than. Boom. My boogie boogie. Oh Like we try to play the most rated G playlist ever. It's like every song that would be in the trailer of a Pixar movie is at an App State basketball game. You think the players, after they get a dunk, are yeah, going and no. putting on their headphones and putting in boogie shit? They listen to tequila. You're on crack. You're on crack. At some point, and this is my theory all along. Game theory. This is my theory all along as far as in-game content, regardless of sporting event. It should be tailored to number one, the players. Boom. Their energy affects everybody more than anything else, and they're gonna like the music. Number two should be the students, and Boom. it's just probably gonna be close to the players. The yep. interests will align there. Yep. And a far away number three. Distant three. Like so far, it's not even close, would be general fans and the public. Damn, so far it's not even close. That's pretty far. That's so far it doesn't matter. Are you being dramatic? That's a little too much. Last time I checked, I have never seen a grown adult at a basketball game. Uh Uh-oh. When boogie shoes come on, get up and get loud for boogie shoes. I never seen someone boogie. But when you hit that (laughs) Mo Bamba button, when you hit the swag surfing button. Yeah, I, I never seen no booging. I do want to give a shout out to the student section. Solid turnout. Yeah, it was a good turnout for. I mean, they're still on on break technically. They class hey, aren't back. Uh, Doug Gillen, if you buy the paint, and you put out a call, oh, this theory for this weekend, come on up, sign up for a two hour shift. We're paying the seats. We're paying the stairs to someone. You'll get hands. Yeah, you'll get hands. I, People I'm will be there. Volunteering the two of us right now. Hundred percent. Get us an XL. Heavy Cotton Gildan free shirt, sponsored by Boonies. Rest in peace. No, nah, no, nah, just have the players, like, I don't know, have a practice while we're painting and, like, come say hi. <laughs> and the balls will get covered in paint as they go out of bounds. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> it's so great in there. It, yeah, it's, uh, and it just, it's... And that might there's be There's just too few people for it to be so great. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why it looks so weird on TV. Yeah. Is with those super white LEDs that they have in there... It reflects off those gray chairs bad. Yeah. Like, it it just looks drab. Or aquarium. Or aquarium. With a lot of which colorful I'm very, fish. I'm very glad I, I, saw, I saw listeners, you know, mention our aquarium idea. On the- Many people are saying this. <laughs> <laughs> 
why not many, both? Many people want aquariums. Why not both? <laughs> you get black chairs inside there. A wall. Lots of, of clownfish. They love clownfish. Orange, great color. They say. They say. Bring in the clownfish. Uh, that's my uh, Adam Sandler impression. Anything else? I was doing Tony Hawk. Oh, are you Tony Hawk? Yeah. No way. You look like him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next episode is our fiftieth episode. Our fiftieth anniversary. Fiftieth anniversary. Of so, uh, I think we're gonna do like a Q and A episode. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. We'll do some uh, wanna, uh, some AMA. listener questions. Yeah. yeah, and we'll take the spiciest, raunchiest, hottest questions about App State sports. Um, not about our personal lives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want personal life questions, they have to be incredibly mundane. And you, you gotta be wrapped in a five dollar bill, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hit my Venmo. Spicy personal question. You can. Yeah. So if if you have any raunchy App State sports questions, we'll uh, we'll set up a Google forum or we'll just do it on Twitter. Either way. DM us. Um, yeah. That may be a longer episode. We may just kind of kick back and and uh, shoot. Maybe we'll set up on the porch, chill Ooh. a little bit. It is January. Uh, t- great weather. Great weather. Podcasting for weather is what it, is what it is. So be on the lookout for that. Um, she'll be fun. I honestly can't believe that we're hitting 50. Um, I mean, it's way more episodes than three to the fourth. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I mean, I mean, those guys, I mean, what two episodes? Shoot. shoot, We might, we might be up there now for, for second longest app state podcast by episodes. Probably. If you don't include the, uh, like the schools one. I don't know. We might, that one, they don't post that much on that one. I guess if you're in, in terms of episodes, not like yeah, not time, really, yeah, just episodes. Um, but yeah, and then if you look at just duration of episodes cumulatively, we're probably at like nine percent of BGP. No, we, we have to be a lot less. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> They've got like three hundred episodes, and they're all two hours long. <laughs> I I'm sorry, we're we're at like two percent of BGP's lexicon. Yo, can we get? Uh, Big C and AJ send some questions. Probably a Big C. Shoot, maybe we can have him come on a little bit. I think AJ tries to pretend we don't exist. Nah, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, fourteen-year-old editor, cut that out. Cut that out. Um, or eight-year-old editor. We hired a new editor who is fourteen years old. <laughs> I'm putting in whatever I want. God, he's in that rebellious phase. You can't bro. stop. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, okay. Clearly, apologies. Clearly apologies. Not getting... He is uncontrollable. I don't know why we thought like a, a, a prepubescent child was gonna work. Bro, here. it was your idea. I said we don't have the budget. No, I said I, we I don't said have the budget. I was a favor for a relative. And you said you said you you invested in Crypto Zoo and it was about to hit big. It was, dude. Those Logan Paul. I told you, bro. JPEGs oh were gonna it's gonna be great. So if we if we have the funds to get to episode fifty, if we can afford the internet to field questions, uh, we will do so. But at this rate, I mean, shoot, maybe we'll do our final sign off right here, guys. It's been great. Appreciate you listening. Uh, show ran out of money. Sorry, <laughs> Netflix canceled us, man. Hashtag save the goal. Say yeah, hey, we're going to uh, Hulu now. We're going to Hulu. We got- and Saudi Arabia. Yo, did we just sign an exclusive right? Are we the first podcast on a streaming platform? And on Saudi Arabian, uh, in Saudi Arabia. 
We're uh, actually we're moving to WWE. Yes, we're the first podcast of WWE totally about football and App State and App State. Yeah, first App State podcast in the WWE network owned by Saudi Arabia. Also airing on Hulu. There's probably no one else doing it. I I hope. <laughs> I I would put the 14 year old and eight year olds' lives on that. <laughs> that there's no one doing that, and we're the first. You That's guys are listening bold. to history. That's bold. If you're listening at this point. Yeah, we made the deal <laughs> during this episode. Well, we, but we we reached out to at is booby and uh, right right right. That, he hooked going. it up. He hooked it up. We said the password in the DMs. And he gave us the keys to Kingdom. Oh, breaking news. One minute ago, while we were recording this podcast, Uh-oh. Lisa Marie Presley, singer-songwriter and only daughter of Elvis and Priscilla Presley, has died at age 54. 